Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade. Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features. We need to listen by weekly, or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back. As we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show, this is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P. Features. Hello, internets. Sounded like he's straight out of the Matrix. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. He's trying to be quiet. Listen to him being being respectful to his neighbors in his little hotel condo. I don't care. Whatever I don't care is. about them. It's more about the <laughs> cement ceiling and walls and the reverb. You know, if I could get good sound in this condo, I'd scream, but no. And then we, I mean, since we're doing this a little bit different, we do have baby Huey here and I'm not quite sure if baby Huey's going to be on the show or like he's doing the Huey thing or like what he's doing. Hey, baby Huey. What's going on? What, what, what is going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, what? Features. Let's go. We know. Features, this is your part, man. <laughs> you are now tuned to the smooth sounds of Welcome to Fireside at WJJI 44IRSID. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Monday uh, show. I know that sounds uh, weird to say, but we told you we would make it up for you. So, surprise, here we are. We're making up for the last week when we didn't have a Friday show. <laughs> now, what you guys don't realize is while you're listening to this, we're recording. So it's kind of like live, right? No, like, no they'll be works. listening to this uh, and then we'll still be recording. It's no. not no, how that no. works. No, no that's not on. how that works at all. Uh, but yeah, so we're still kind of all losing it in our own ways. Um, yep. I mean, Mauer's you, on the on, on this chat. So Mauer, how you doing over there? I am wonderful. Not much has changed other than being isolated from all human beings. Which is your normal every day except for Monday. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I normally have a yeah. little bit more contact. Features still hasn't slept, it doesn't look like. I think Features is still zombified. He actually Maybe. is sleeping he, right now. He just looked at, he, my favorite thing is he just looked at the camera and didn't say anything into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it? The and he's still doing audio it. He's tracks? Still, he literally, he literally did the, looked into the camera, giving a glare to the rest of the fireside crew. <laughs> I got buddy, you. Take features. a nap. We'll wake you up when it's your turn. We'll, we'll wake you up when it's your turn. How you doing, Huey? Wow. I'm doing, you doing good. Okay. I'm doing, doing fine. Good? All right. Well, normally I'd say this is the show where we don't talk about the news, and that's true. You know, what kind of features? The new news. All right, go back to sleep. Put your head down. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so what we figured is uh, we would do a little bloodshot review. Why not, right? I mean, what else do we got? (laughs) We got the comic industry is crumbling. We don't have that much anymore. DC DC backtracked from their... uh Stuff. Did you guys talk about that earlier? Oh no. Well, we no. We talked Blade. So no, I didn't okay. hear that. We'll talk about that on the Wednesday show though, because I want to look into yep. that. 
Uh, but you yeah, just got all big eyes like, really? I know. I really want to know more about that, but I also want to keep us on track here. Um, with the Bloodshot movie, you, as you've been listening for a little bit, you know that Maurer saw it, Huey saw it right before the theaters closed, and then the theaters lit- legitimately closed when I was trying to see it, and, and it's been this long. So, Features <laughs> and I literally just saw it with the home release. That's why it took so long to get this review done, but we've now officially all seen the movie. So, are we going to do our normal round robin? I didn't know they closed when you were going to see it. Oh, I couldn't go. Yeah, the theaters were closed when I was when I started looking up tickets. Uh, times it was like one. Well, there's no times. Well, okay. Well, I guess there's that. <laughs> yeah, they 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 start um, closing like the day after I saw it. Do you want to round robin real quick and jump sure, into let's the rest start with features so he can go back to sleep as fast as possible? <laughs> Morning sunshine. Features looked angrily at the camera again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Overall, I think it was a. I think it was actually a dope movie. Uh, I like the way they kind of stuck a little bit to the story as much as they possibly could for cinematic purposes. Um, Vin Diesel uh, was good to see him back in just a regular action shoot 'em up, beat everybody's ass kind of role. It's it's not too. Well, actually, no. It was kind of just like Riddick. <laughs> yeah so i liked it i liked it a lot <laughs> i like critic i'm gonna like this one too i mean how how could you go wrong it's got Vin diesel he's still bald i mean it's a win-win <laughs> baby huey um i enjoyed it i mean comic wise the only like stuff i really know is what from the breakdown we did before with him um but not really knowing too much of detail of the history and background of him. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie. I got sucked into it. Uh, one of the very few times, like Menti, you talked about when you see a movie, how when you get immersed in it, you're not paying attention to anything else going on around you. Um, that I got for that with this movie. I sat down. I just enjoyed it. Mm. Negative Menti. <laughs> Uh, it Features did not pass the lovingly f- at Mauer through the TV screen. It did not. Uh, it did not pass the phone test. Uh, so, I mean, maybe it was the fact that I was I had the distractions of my house when I was watching the movie, but it didn't. It didn't pass the phone test. I was on my phone pretty quickly into the movie. It lost my interest pr- faster than I would hoped it would have. By no means am I saying it is a bad movie because I did enjoy it. I, I watched it a second time, um, and it didn't change much in the second viewing uh it's good uh but it's not great i mean it's it's the elysium of comic book movies and the only reason we remember elysium is the for the fact that it's forgettable so the sad truth of this matt damon the sad truth is is that this movie unfortunately for valiant's first you know venture into the big screen i think was a little bit of a flop even without the quarantine and covid thrown on top of it I don't know. I, I think uh, I think the quarantine actually does does affect that a little bit more. He's awake. <laughs> no, it, ab- Just because, it absolutely does affect it. Because I, I think I think that movie, I think they could have gotten enough revenue back from theaters to to fund like a sequel. Just that, you know, when everything went down, it's kind of like, do we put more money into advertising it now? Or I mean, because people can't go out at this point. I like what you just said about the sequel, 
because apparently uh, if this movie doesn't do well, um, Valiant's not going to continue to try and push for an on-screen presence. This, this might be the death note for a Valiant universe, you know, extended MCU-esque movie world. Um, so probably no Ninjack, all that stuff. And, and that would be the sad part, because what's yes. better than the current comic book movies that we have? More comic book movies. <laughs> all right. And I, so don't let my negativity of the movie persuade you. Try it. Find out if you like it on your own. Put the money into it because I would rather this movie do well. I know, Mauer. We'll get to you. I know this movie is <laughs> it didn't do well, and a lot of that is not this movie's fault because it is a fun movie. Um, but definitely pay the money, get it, watch it, support it. I want to see a Valiant universe. Go ahead, Mauer. I loved the movie. Mm. Um, there was two things that really got me for this movie. One. It was a, a comic book movie, and the Marvel Universe, they're not comic book movies. They're movies that it's have com- a- comic book characters, and this felt like a comic book movie, um, maybe to a fall. I mean, you had people that were really big fans of the comic that were putting it together. They tried to stay as faithful as possible. Even some of the scenes were literally right out of the pages from Ray Zero, or Ra Zero, however, R-A-I, uh, where Bloodshot debuted. Uh, like the big thing coming down and injecting everything to his chest and all of that. It, the downside of it is they wanted to keep it under 90 minutes. They wanted to do what the comic book did and have all these connections and all these characters and all these possible spinoffs like they did in the 90s. And I think that's what hurt it for people is they were trying to do too much while also being very simplistic and cliche. But that's what the comic was. That's the source material. That was that very cliche copy of a copy of a copy. Uh, but that character. doesn't that doesn't make make it okay. It's like just because something is bad in another medium doesn't mean it should continue to stay bad in the other medium. You know what well, I mean? They wanted to stay faithful to the comic, though, and that's where we. Well, sure. And, and I that, like I actually like the comic. I but I don't think I don't I don't see it in that way. I don't see it as a you know it's it's its faults are because of the faults of the comic. I just think they were as accurate to the comic as they could be. And I think they did that to a fault without trying to improve on the things that were originally wrong with it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they knew it was kind of cheesy. Since we've said it a couple times, can you do me a favor and give me a, a Ray breakdown? Can I get a bloodshot breakdown real quick for anybody who doesn't know? Yeah, in the comics, he was a hitman who died. They brought him back to life, uh, replacing his blood with the nanites. Um, he had no memory, and he kind of was then a mercenary for hire uh, through the company with all the other merry uh, augmented people. The merry augmented Mary. people. <laughs> That's the quartet I want to listen to. <laughs> Mary augmented. <laughs> um, I do love the fact that they made him more of a uh, former military uh, soldier rather than the hitman because it gave a little bit more. He's used to taking orders, so it made more sense for him not to question things as much because that's who he was. Uh, a hitman not questioning things, you know, was a little bit more of a stretch. Uh, and Vin Diesel. As much as people rag on him, he's a good actor. He did. Vin- oh my god, 
he did Vin Diesel very well in this movie. <laughs> and that's not a knock on him. I mean, you, you know how much, you know, Fast and Furious means to me and my love for Vin, but um, it was just fun going out. And like Baby Huey said, I got to see it in a th- super, as Menti would say, super dope theater with nobody else in it. Just because of the area I'm in, there's nobody ever in this theater. And super uh, dope. <laughs> it was just action packed. At the end of it, I was like, man, I want more. So it's a shame that COVID 19 came and ruined any kind of word of mouth that might get people to say, you know what? It's getting bad reviews, but go see it. It's fun. Like that kind of return to it where it might have had more money. But now I don't see Vin. Well, you never know with Vin being a producer and having his pet projects, he might just say, you know what, I'll pay for this to make a sequel. Don't worry about it. And especially with COVID-19, he might be more inclined to throw his own money at a project. We've seen him do it before with the third Riddick movie. And he was so into this. I mean, he was like, he owned that role. And he's just so likable. Like, I don't know how people dislike Vin Diesel. I just don't know how, like, he's just, wouldn't you want to hang out with Vin Diesel? I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Vin Diesel can break dance. Can he really? <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> you and know what the best Vin Diesel? This is not the first time we've mentioned this on this show, but the you know the sharks. best Vin Diesel? You beat me to it. It's not sewer sharks, first off. It's street sharks. Get your sharks yeah. right. Sorry, sewer <laughs> shark was the Sega CD game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that wow. in the show post as well. Any excuse I can get to put that in the show post. <laughs> yeah, the Street Sharks commercial followed up only by his appearance in Find Me Guilty. Find Me Guilty is the first time I was ever like, damn, Vin Diesel can act. Find Me Guilty is a phenomenal movie. If you've never seen it, it is worth your time. You are a little distracted by his wig. I don't, is that his wig? I think that's his actual hair, man. No, he you made sure? a joke about paint, uh, them gluing it on each day. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I want to see what his hair looks like then. You sure? He definitely had a... Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, he's bald. Um, <laughs> did you hear uh, Steven Spielberg just talked about him in reference to Bloodshot before we get a little bit more into the movie? So Steven Spielberg, uh, Spielberg, Spielberg's quote on Vin Diesel is, it is a shame that we do not get to see Vin Diesel direct more. And the whole reason is really? that uh, Spielberg put him in Saving Private Ryan because of a short film that Vin Diesel had directed. And Spielberg says that he's a phenomenal director and it's, it's a real shame that we don't get to see him direct major motion pictures. So who knows what happens with you know, the movie industry where it is and the money not coming in. They're probably going to want to go to lower budget movies. This could be an opportunity for him to take this franchise into his own hands. Look, if you are a Dungeons and Dragons fan, a Rift fan, a Dragon Master, you have no choice but to know how to tell a story. <laughs> I feel like anybody into those kind of games is going to be really good in the movie industry. <laughs> like, I feel like it's, it's true. They go hand in hand. It's storytelling. It's all it is. So let's get into the movie and the things that we liked. So what? All right. I'll, what stood I'll out start. that you this liked? This will be easy. I think uh, the action was outstanding. The action, the, the CGI effects, the, the, the way that the nanites worked 
was really cool. Like we've seen regeneration. We've seen, you know, the, the healing factors a million times over and done it a million different ways. The way that they did that with the, with the, the mechanics of it was just the coolest part of the whole thing. Like when, I mean, I, without, I mean, it is a spoiler show, so I guess we've done a good job of not spoiling anything, but like when he's pulling them all back into his body. Yep. I'm not, I don't, I'm trying my hardest to not be like super spoily. Oh, you know what? It's in the trailer. You know what the scene yeah. I'm talking about. Watch the trailer. You know, the scene. that whole, uh, that whole, um, element of the movie was incredible. The, the special effects and the way that it, they made his powers work on screen. I loved. Well, the alternate ending involved those and it had, uh, what's his name? The guy with the, the leg, the fake legs. I can't remember his name. I'm terrible with it, but they had him in a pool. Taylor. Yeah. And he was basically no his 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 name's Hopper. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so he no, was using no his uh, Doc Ock arms to hold Bloodshot like his arms out, and Bloodshot was just sitting there taking him. And he's like, "Is that enough?" And he cut him or stab him, and he go, "No." And what uh, Bloodshot was doing was letting the nanites get into the pool, and then he was controlling them, and they basically disassembled the guy's legs from underneath of him. And he just pushed him into the pool. That was the alternate ending that they were going to show where he kind of pushes him in there and lets him drown. But I guess it was a little Ooh. too violent for them. So they nixed it at the end. Hmm. Really? That, that was, that was too violent movie. as opposed to the elevator scene. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad for the, <laughs> the guy that was blind. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I said, Come on. <laughs> he seemed like a decent guy. And. You didn't see wow, that you just killed features. You didn't see features that literally just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I enjoyed, like Menti, I enjoyed the action of it. Uh, the one thing that really stood out to me was the chemistry between him and KT, like the, the actress, and she's from uh, Baby Driver. She was the, the female lead in Baby Driver. Not the, not the one with Baby, the two villains in it. So she was good in that. But the chemistry they had on screen, I thought, was very, very good. Um, and it made the story more enjoyable. And I liked her character. Halfway through it, I'm like, wow. She's got a stupid power, but I'm intrigued like to see more of her. Yui. Um, <clears throat> what did you like? Everything. Like, like Menti said, the, the special... <laughs> Um, like Menti was saying with the special effects, like it didn't take me out of the movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I just, I just enjoyed the entire movie. There wasn't one thing like I loved over the other. Yeah. I mean, right now it's currently sitting at a tomato meter of 30% critics and 78% audience scores, which makes perfect sense to me. Cause if you're going into it as a film buff, somebody looking for substance, you're not going to find much, but if you're just looking for a fun ride, Right, just some kind of popcorn flick, just some mindless entertainment for a while. You're not looking for too much as far as you know de- character development or plot twists. You know, you're not you're not getting too much of that. You're getting a lot of CGI and a lot of action. They had a great chance to actually have this movie have the plot twist if they didn't give away the twist in the trailer. Like, could you imagine going into it and having you go through that whole first act, not realizing that they're manipulating him? Like if oh, you yeah, didn't it been incredible. get to that to the second act, you would have been like, "What?" And then you would have had a bigger payoff. But I think they were afraid of people not having any interest in it, and they had to well, show more were, action. I think they were afraid of people just not getting it. The amount of exposition in this movie is ridiculous. Everybody tells you everything. 
It's just like every other scene, somebody's just for making sure that you, it's like a, the plot had training wheels. It was like the entire <laughs> cast was, was, was trying their hardest to make sure that the audience was like aware. It's like they stopped the whole movie and go, all right, you guys good? Everyone understand what's going on? Okay, moving on. Well, Tink Tink did say he'd, he'd tell him everything right before he shut him down. And he did. Yeah, it's Donna. It was, uh, it was Donatello syndrome in, in all the, the Michael Bay movies. That's all Donatello did was just tell everybody what happened. That was his whole role. Krang's putting his ship together. You see it up at the top. It's bringing all the pieces together. Oh, thanks, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> that, that scene where he does tell him, I'll, I'll tell you everything, and then tells him everything right before he shuts him down was an awesome scene, though. You know? It was. As far as your villain being like, I'm going to tell you everything because I'm about to press the erase button on your ass um, and watch you suffer through all this. I mean, there was really good moments in this movie. Another 30 minutes, take off the training wheels and not give your twist away. I think this could have gone from a good movie that was enjoyable to a great comic book movie. I agree. This, I, I could have I dealt with another a solid an extra 30 minutes to it um it's funny because uh you can almost view this bloodshot movie in the same vein as what we talked about blade earlier um the thing that made blade interesting is the world around blade there's so many things going on around bloodshot itself that that you know they could have thrown some extra bones into like who was like the, the, the chick shut up <laughs> who was the chick and you know what was her you know her uh alias that she goes by i'm pretty sure in the valiant universe she was somebody else after this story arc um and the company itself that created bloodshot they're much bigger than just creating bloodshot then i think that was just like a, a subsidiary so like it's I, I, really the got it Go ahead, finish your point. No, I was saying it's really just like a small, a small piece of a bigger pie with bloodshot. I, I do think that the best thing that they did was not try to set up a universe. Because like, that, that would have, if they would have tried, and, just imagine if the extra half hour everyone's saying that they want was just, you know, tidbits and teasers towards a bigger uh, valiant world. You know what I mean? Like that would have just felt cheesy. It would have felt Iron Man 2 -y. Well, I mean, the whole program itself was a tease into the rest of the Valiant universe. Except for, I mean, if it was like MCU Iron Man 2 day, Ninjak would have shown up. Two seconds. It would have been like Hawkeye up on the, uh, in Thor going, should I, should I take him out? Like it would have been just a lot of like little thrown in scenes that no, be very honest, a lot of people wouldn't have got to in the first place. It's not like Valiant might be big. that's why they didn't. It's a smart move. They shouldn't have. It was good that they didn't. I think the solution for this franchise is to do uh, uh, Unbreakable with it. Put out another movie. Have nothing to do with Bloodshot. Tell another story in the universe. And then you can bring them together. Almost like what Shazam's going to do before Shazam and Black Adam. Like, tell something else. Don't make it tie together. Come up with almost a different style of movie. You know, maybe... Do, a, do Exo Manowar. Yeah. It's a very completely different type of story that could meld, uh, meld with this world very well. And I think so, if they did that, they could get an audience 
make people realize, hey, that movie was fun. Let's go back and watch it. And then you can then build the world and bring Bloodshot back again. Learn from a few mistakes that you made and, you know, put out a movie that is more palatable across the masses very instead of a very niche market. Yeah. Yo, yeah, that sounds good. I wouldn't use Exo Man of War, though. Oh, why not? That's Valiant Iron Man. Yeah, right. And there's no Iron Man now. There's, there's a there, we are a world the without an Iron Man. <laughs> like if there's ever a time to make an Exo Man of War movie, it's now. Plus, we get we can have a couple scenes, but like if, if like say the first quarter of that movie was just him as a knight, and then boom, out of nowhere, all of a sudden he's in a suit and then he's in the present. Like, I I think that could actually be kind of cool. I would even just market it as a knight movie. Like, yeah, I mean going going further with the idea of stop showing us things in trailers. Just mm-hmm. make a entire movie, entire trailer only with the scenes of him as a knight. So you think this is like some kind of medieval kind of fantasy tale, and then boom, it's Exo Man of War, and he's in the alien suit. And <laughs> just call it Man well, of War. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if perfect. They, if they did do it, if they did do an Exo Man of War uh, movie, it probably would mostly take place in medieval times. All right, Menti, break down yeah, Exo Man of War. In, uh, sure, he's a he's a knight from the past who a suit from the future sh- shows up, brings him to the present, gives him a lot of futuristic Iron Man skills. My first introduction to him was an Iron Man Exo Man of War PlayStation game, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, he, he's what teal and orange with a kind of yes. like a, a green like laser sword ish looking thing that comes out of his hand. Hmm. Yeah, he's cool. I mean, and it, it, I I love the idea of a knight in futuristic armor in present time. Like, there's just so many different things about that character that that make him interesting and unique to hear dialogue from. You know, it's just the way that character kind of works with the rest of that world. I find is interesting. I always thought it mm-hmm. had like a Highlander, you know, feel mm-hmm. to it, where it was like been Absolutely. around. He understands everything. Has that kind of swordsman honor. But then in the modern world, still trying to do his thing. And it, it's in this day and age of not having Iron Man, that's a way they could do that. Don't even mention Bloodshot. And then. No, just have him as an end credit tease. End yeah. credit tease. Just have, just have Vin Diesel show up at a bar like, like Robert Downey Jr. Just like, like <laughs> rip it right off. Just right on the nose. <laughs> just have you know, We're building a, a team. We're have, called it Harbinger. Or just have <laughs> Man of War is like being pinned down somewhere and you just have Bloodshot come and save the day. Bunch of guns. His like, uh, suit looks awesome. like, a, it looks like a Booster Gold. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Can we, can we complain for just a quick second that we never got a lot of Vin Diesel as Bloodshot, like actually looking like Bloodshot? Like, I yeah. was this whole movie. I'm thinking to myself, all right, they're going the daredevil route, right? Where he's just kind of slowly building towards that character, getting to the final bloodshot moment. And then it's like three scenes. If that, that's me being nice of him with the white skin. And he never really gets the circle. Like his, his logo is never really on his chest. They just did that weird red glow from the nanites under his, under his, uh, what his rib cage. Yeah. Yeah. The nanites yeah. are overheating. It's, eh. well, it made sense because in the comics, he's pretty much unstoppable. He's a, you know, you can't kill him. You can't stop him. So for them to build in like, a, okay, here's how the nanites can be worn out. Here's, you know, how we're going to represent. I liked the twist that they did where his logo and the color goes away as he overexerts himself. Um, who knows what their plan was after this, if they were going to give us more of, okay, they said they changed the way the nanites work moving forward. 
maybe he's eventually, once he gets there, it doesn't come back. Mm. Maybe. If that's the case, then there goes his healing factor. Well, no, he still is going to have the healing factor, but he might not have like the color going back. He might just... Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I thought you were talking about the nanites in general. I thought you were saying the nanites are gone. (laughs) It's like, no, because he said they don't have to, (laughs) like, they don't need to be recharged the way they were before. So maybe, you know, they had another day. But I did like the fact that he could be killed. His powers could be worn down. He wasn't just OP. I'm going to kill everybody and just screw you. Like it was, it was almost <laughs> ripping off Iron Man there. Like the more that he used everything, you know, the more it hurt him. That oh, makes sense. That would be a good way to go. I think for a sequel, if they get the one. And I want to say this one more time, cause I know we're getting close to time here, but I just, I want to reiterate that if you are a comic book fan, please, please, please. You got nothing better to do. You got the money to pull it off. Just support the movie because there's so much rich potential in the, the um, Valiant world that I would love to see this continue, but the chances are that COVID kind of ruined all of the, cha- the, 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 you know, ruined the likelihood of seeing that universe unfold. It would have been the, it would have been the first independent movie universe, comic movie universe to hit, hit the screens. Yeah. Uh, and not only don't just do it for the culture of comics, do it because it's really a good movie. Uh, Vin Diesel, who is an avid comic reader and fan, just like we are, uh, he put a lot of effort into getting this off the ground and putting it together. So I, and it's, it's not a bad movie. It's really good. It's just, it's fun the way it should be. So if you're not too familiar with Valiant Comics or Bloodshot himself, go see the film. It's the closest thing to a comic adaptation that you're going to get for that universe because it's a, it is an indie. So yeah, his love for this is the same as Ryan Reynolds love for Deadpool. Like he really fell in love with everything about this character Only, with a smaller budget. Yeah, He didn't have the budget <laughs> and the, you know, for some reason it feels like Hollywood doesn't treat him as an a list star. He still gets treated like a B lister. But when you look at, you know, the, the franchises that he's in, they've all made a crap ton of money. Well, he's a typecast character. He's a typecast actor. He's been pigeonheld to a role since since um, what's it called? Fast and the Furious One came out. Right. That he the Riddick and Fast and the Furious kind of cemented what he's going to be in movies forever. Like Find Me Guilty was the one movie that is not Vin Diesel. Like he's not Vin Diesel in that movie. Everything else, he's Vin Diesel. He needs boiler to room. Yeah, boiler room what's as up? well. Boiler room. I never actually saw. I've never actually seen Boiler Room. It's on sale right now on iTunes, I think, for seven bucks. <laughs> Worth seeing. Not doing it. He needs to pull a Jim <laughs> Carrey. Bloodshot, dude. Not doing it. <laughs> uh, not he doing needs it. to pull a Jim Carrey, though, and just kind of say, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing action movies. And he has enough money. He can literally say. What? Well, stop, listen, right, stop everything. Let, no, 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 oh, no. Let me we finish. want a Valiant Universe. <laughs> stop. Let me finish. Have him get a few of those other movies under his belt, and then he can go back to it. But I think he's got to force their hand for them to give him something. You don't absolutely not. No. You'd rather just have him be typecast and get a bunch of action movies out of him. Because that's what he wants to do, apparently. <laughs> you, he's got money, man. If he wanted to do other things, he could. <laughs> yeah, I guess. He's got group money. Are you kidding me? You know how much money he got paid just to say the same <laughs> couple words? <laughs> but he said them in how many languages? He said the same three words. I don't care how many languages it was. No, four, because he said we once. 
he's got that fast money. So, I mean, so we've got, you know, we got more that we're going to see out of this. Um, What I would like to say is, as much as I pick apart the CGI in these movies, I went into that elevator scene going, oh, God, the trailer was terrible. (laughs) Please. And it looks like they fixed it just enough where I was like, all right, this isn't Black Panther bad. Oh, stop. Stop. Black Panther CGI is not that bad. No, the, the, the ending when they're the, falling down the, the shaft, end, that is horrible. The end scene is I know, exactly what, I know exactly what he's talking about. You're t- in Black Panther or yeah. in the elevator shaft in Bloodshot? In, Bla- in Black, Panther. Black Panther. In the end, when they fall down into the mine. The midair fight into the... Uh, the, the yeah, the, it's, it's, the it's cartoony looking. Kind of like Wonder Woman's lasso. I'll have to watch that again. I, don't, I, I didn't see that. You guys always give that scene crap, and I've never. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not <laughs> that bad. It's not really Mentee. bad at all. Mentee's in there with we his watched, cereal, watching it, going, "This is awesome." We watched <laughs> and loved movies like Dragonheart. That's true. Like the CGI, <laughs> we watched. Long we didn't know Man. there was a chance it could be and better. No, no, stop that. But yeah, but we were able to see through it and enjoy it for what it was. But now we're like, well, the, the CGI didn't look like an actual person for the two seconds that it happened on screen. <laughs> Took me out of the movie completely. Although we watched Dragonheart the whole movie and not once complained about the dragon. You're right. the man narrow dog. <laughs> so uh, we need to come up with a scale. It's been four and a half years. We haven't officially come up with a scale yet. Um, oh, oh, what for for how to rate movies? Yeah, That's a good idea. Well, let's a one let's, out of let's, five let's, somethings. Let's take let's take recommendations. Hey, Firesiders group. Yeah, yeah Firesiders let's take recommendations. So, somebody, uh, somebody, throw out some uh, some suggestions. We'll see what we can come up with. I'm gonna give it four out of five firesides. <laughs> nah, five <laughs> out of five logs. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> but what about ninjas? Are there ninjas? Oh. How, many ninja, how many ninjas does it get? Got a straight five ninjas. <laughs> All right, out of five ninjas, baby Huey, how many ninjas are you giving it? Uh, four ninja four turtles. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's four a gold a star that it does not deserve. <laughs> well, there's five ninja turtles now. It did not deserve. It doesn't deserve turtles. It, I mean, we're saying are there ninjas, not are there ninja turtles. I'm sorry, it doesn't get All the right. extra word. Right. Three point four of the Bat Family. Bat family <laughs> features needs to go. To Not bat. quite a Dick Grayson, but you know, maybe a Tim Drake, maybe a Tim Drake. <laughs> four and a half, four and a half ninjas. We lost features again. He's laying down <laughs> four and a half ninjas. Menti, how many ninjas are you giving it? Um, I, I'm going to give it three ninjas and a tum tum. <laughs> <laughs> Features is dead. Do, do they do they knuckle he's up? Awake. Menti, do they, he's do they, awake. Menti, do they do they no. knuckle up? Knuckle up? No, they they kick back. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, Rocky loves no idea. Emily. Rocky loves Emily. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if we can do this because I know Mauer can't, but I know the three of us might be able to. Hold on, let me see. If, let me. I'm going to try this. Ready? Features. Huey, listen up. We should run. 
Oh, I forget. Oh. I forget it. Come on. <laughs> we should run. Are you talking three ninjas? We should hide. Yes. We've been talking yes. three ninjas. <laughs> we should run. We should hide. We should. Kick right. the Features, Kick how many ninjas are you on. giving it? I'm giving it uh, three surf ninjas and a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Did that have Hulk Hogan in it? Dynamite. <laughs> Throw it at him. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to give it three and three quarter ninjas. You, you got, you, come on, come on. Give me a good ninja name. Some ninjax. <laughs> come on. A Michael Dudikoff? Something. Uh, we're gonna give it three blood, three and three quarter blood sports. That's close Ooh. enough. To a ninja. Uh, they're not ninjas. Mm. Frank they're Duke spotted ninja. but they're not ninjas. <laughs> but are they ninjas? <laughs> are they ninjas? Uh, yeah, you no, could, just under you, four ninjas. I really enjoyed it. Um, not even four Chinese super ninjas. <laughs> I've watched it probably three times since it came out. Wow. Home. So. Well, yeah, you're, we're quarantined, man. Don't say wow. That's not shocking at all. If he would have said like 24 times, all right, oh, sure, wow. But right now, what's anyone doing besides watching movies? I've been watching Star Trek, so. Yeah, all right. On have, that you've been note. doing a lot of... St- <laughs> Hold on. Baby Huey's been doing a lot of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, that's all he's been watching. Well, yeah, I bought CBS Access, so I've been watching Star Trek Picard, and now I'm doing Discovery. Oh, I thought you were playing that Star Trek game. Then when I when I kept saying Discovery, I was like, "Oh, baby, he was playing a Star Trek game on his PlayStation." <laughs> well, I, was I was doing that too. I was doing that Star you. Trek online. <laughs> All right. All Thank right, you. Mauer, you do that thing. All right, I'm gonna do that. Do thing. that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside. Your social media choice. Uh, that or Fireside Crew if it's Instagram. Everyone, be safe. Continue the social distancing. The whole nine yards. I know it sucks, but you know. Another, and we're, we're in another week now. <laughs> we're just counting the weeks down. We're going to give up on days and start counting weeks. Like, Monday should be a week. You know what I mean? And then Tuesday is a week. That way, this whole thing is just, you know, Monday through Friday. <laughs> we're, when we're done. <laughs> no? Okay, once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. And I'm, I'm Mr. Mauer. No, you're not Huey. You, just, you, sit there until Huey. I get, you sit there until I tell you you can talk. And I mean, Mr. to be I'm fair, Huey. to to be fair, he's been third for a while now. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, that's hey, Mr. Great. West Coast. <laughs> I'll be home in a couple weeks, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to our page and click on that Amazon link. We could use some money in these hard times. Uh, baby Huey's going to start paying rent soon, so. There is that. Also, uh, the that thing you do, the singer-songwriter that wrote the song passed away from COVID-19. Oh, no. Yeah. Adam Schlesinger, he was the bassist and songwriter for Fountains and Wayne. You guys probably know him for Stacy's Mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Stacy's Mom, she's got it going on. She's got it going on. He also wrote that thing you do. Um, and he passed away from complications of COVID-19. He was only in his early 50s. Wow. So, uh, not to end this on a sad note, but I know I've watched, uh, yesterday when I found out, I watched uh, That Thing You Do, and I've been listening to the soundtrack today. So, everybody, listen to Fireside. Stay home. 
Don't do anything. There's how many thousands of comics you could be reading right now. Don't endanger anybody. And wash your hands. Wash your hands, deuces. Deuces. Turn the page. Wash your hands. Excelsior. Turn Turn the page. You wash your hands. hands. And when you turn the page, you wash your hands. (laughs) You need to get me. All right, deuces. 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 Deuces.